Welcome to this week's podcast from Bethesda Church of God in Sumter, South Carolina. We hope you enjoy this inspiring message. For more information, check out our website at BethesdaCOG.org. Come on, give God a real applause. He's the giver of life. He's the giver. Hallelujah. There may be someone who would say, I haven't experienced that living water. Well, wow, you are in the right place today. Amen. We do not have a monopoly on the living water, but I will just tell you, He is ready to pour out his love, his mercy, his grace on all who will receive. Someone say amen to that. Amen. Amen. Now, I just want to tell you, I know we've got a big baptism service today. So I'm going to do an exhortation. So uh, you don't have to worry about making it to the buffet. We're going to, but we want you to hang around because baptism is important. We want you to celebrate with each person who is being baptized. It was important enough that Jesus himself said, I need to be baptized. And so we want to celebrate today. Would you turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Matthew chapter 28 in verse 19. Matthew chapter 28. In verse 19, I I do not believe I made the announcement for Denise Robinson's grandmother's funeral. It will be Monday at 3 at Elmore Cannon Stevens. I think I left off the location, so please make a note of that. God bless you. Here's what the scripture says in Matthew 28. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. And I hope today that that will be our uh, goal, that not only if you haven't been baptized, you become baptized, but also that we would teach and that we would declare the gospel of Jesus Christ to a lost and dying world. Heavenly Father, I come to you today I pray that you would accept our praise for what you have done already in this service. Now, dear Lord, I pray that you'd anoint this sermon. Let it be a powerful move so that lives would be changed in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. God bless you. I'm preaching today on the subject of baptism. Is it getting wet or is it following Christ? Now, when I was uh, a a good bit younger, (laughs) a child, we would baptize in the swimming pool. Is there anyone ever practiced baptism in the swimming pool? Yeah, yeah, some of you did, yeah. Um, My daughter, Julia, she she loved playing baptism. And uh, she could bat the fire out of you. She would grab hole and anyway, she ha- we were at a big conference and, and, um, and when we came back to the hotel, she had stayed with one of the ladies from the church. And, and so Julia wanted to baptize and she had the woman in the baptism pool. When we got there, literally, the woman was standing on her head in the swimming pool 
She said, that child has baptized me so many times I'm waterlogged. <laughs> now we can put you in the water today and get you wet or either it can have real meaning to you. It can be more than just getting wet. It can be following Christ. And that's what baptism is about. Now baptism does not save you. There are those who will preach that, but that is not biblically correct. Uh, basically why I want to bring that out to you is because we're saved one way, by the grace of God. It's by the shed blood of Jesus Christ that we are saved. The Bible says it's not of works lest any man should boast. So today, I just want you to understand that we must be born again. Now, John came preaching, John the Baptist came preaching, repent and be baptized. Now, there's uh, that right there pretty much summarizes what needs to be done. A lot of folks don't mind going through the motion of getting wet, but they have a problem with the repent part. See, repentance is not getting wet in a baptism pool and then continuing to do what you once did. Repentance is saying, I turn away from the wrong I've done and, and I now turn to Jesus Christ and I follow him. Now, the bottom line is when we realize that baptism is following Christ. In John chapter three, verse 16, it says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So we find out we get saved by believing on the Lord Jesus Christ. In Ephesians chapter two, verses eight and nine, it says, for by grace are you saved through faith and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. In Romans chapter 10, verse nine and 10, it says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. When the thief was on the cross, he looked over at Jesus and he said, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said, this day thou shalt be with me in paradise. See, if he would have had to be baptized to be saved, uh, they would have had to bring him down, baptize him, hang him back up and let him die. But Jesus said, this day you'll be with me in paradise. Now it would sound like that what I am doing today is discounting baptism. And that is not what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to make sure that everyone knows that you can get wet and not be saved. You can get wet, you can get waterlogged, you can get so wet that your hands and your feet shrivel up and you still will not be saved. But if you ask the Lord Jesus Christ to forgive you of your sins and you believe it in your heart, you're, you're saved. So why get baptized? If I'm born again, why do I get baptized? Well, let's go to the number one source. Jesus, the Bible says, he knew no sin, neither was guile found in his mouth. Jesus did not go to get baptized because he was a sinner. He went to set an example 
He was actually prophetically declaring what was getting ready to happen to him. Now, baptism is something very important. Look, today we're going to have people walk into the water. When they get in there, if you can imagine that being a watery graveyard. All right. And when Jesus was baptized, it was prophetic showing that Jesus was going to be buried and then he was going to be raised again. And today, what those who are being baptized are saying, the old me is passed away. The old sinful me is gone. I'm burying all that in baptism. And when I come up, I am declaring to the world that I am a child of God raised in new life with him. Amen. Why be baptized? Because John uh, chapter 14, verse 15, it says, if you love me, keep my commandments. Jesus said, repent and be baptized. And, and then in Matthew chapter 28, verse 18 through 20, Christ gave us the command. And I've already read that one. I'm not going to read it again, but that was our text. Uh, well, let, no, I didn't read that one. I'm sorry. And Jesus came and spake unto them saying, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, and, and teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. In Acts chapter 2, verse 38, came a strong command, and it says, that, Then Peter said unto them, Repent, and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. So we have the commands to follow the Lord in baptism. Baptism is an act of following our Savior. Jesus was baptized not because he was a sinner, but he was baptized to set an example. And I hope that today every person who is baptized will say, I am going to follow the Lord in baptism. Now, why is baptism, or I want to declare, baptism is important. Very important. Baptism is a public declaration that I have accepted Jesus and I'm turning my back on the old life and, and I am declaring that I am following Jesus Christ. Now, baptism is very similar to a marriage. I want everyone to pay very close attention to that. Baptism is very similar to a marriage. A, a boyfriend and girlfriend do not have to be married to act married. Uh, we've got a lot of people acting married that aren't married. That's another sermon. But there are those who say we want to have a marriage ceremony because they are wanting to declare to everyone that and publicly declare that I am with this person and this person is with me. When you get baptized today, what you're saying is I want the world to know and I'm not ashamed of Jesus Christ and I'm here declaring that I'm with Jesus. 
I have denounced my sinful ways. I have denounced the devil and I am now a child of God and a follower of Jesus Christ. The relationship of the couple that is married is not based on the wedding, but it means a whole lot to the couple. Baptism is an outward symbol of an inward change. Baptism may not be required to save you, but it sure means a whole lot to Jesus. Jesus wants you to make that publicly uh, or that public announcement that you are following him. Marriage is the formation of a new family. So baptism represents entrance into the Christian family. And also when you join together, you're saying in marriage, I am, or when you join together in baptism, you're saying, I am now declaring I am a Christian. I am a part of the family of God. In marriage, one may take on the name of one's partner. And in baptism, we take on the name of Christ. When, we, when we're baptized, we're saying, I am a Christian. I hope there's no one here today that's ashamed to be called a Christian. In fact, I, I want to take a moment here and declare to you that Jesus said, if you're ashamed of me before men, I'll be ashamed of you before my Father, which is in heaven. And, and don't be ashamed. I just want to tell you, I have pastored for a long time. I, I can easily declare that drugs is not as good as Christianity. I can easily declare that alcohol is not as good as Christianity. I can easily declare that relationships are not as good as Christianity. I can easily declare the things of this world are not as good as Christianity. So we must follow him and not be ashamed. Look here. If you're driving up to church in a Rolls Royce, you ought not to be ashamed of it. Let that sink in a minute. If you drive up in the Rolls Royce, you ought to drive up and say, I'm driving up in a really, 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 really <laughs> nice car. Right? And if you've got Jesus Christ living in your heart, you ought not to be ashamed of that either. Come on. Do you, do you understand what I mean? There are those that, if they're around Christians, they don't mind saying, yeah, yeah, I'm a Christian. But when they're around their friends and they're afraid of being made fun of, that's when they shut their mouth and, or either they mumble it. Yeah, I'm a Christian. Hallelujah. Or either we like to change it and say, yes, I go to church. Yes, I'm a member of the church. Yes, I've been baptized. But I wish that there would be people under the sound of my voice today who would say, I don't care who knows it. I don't care who hears it. I want the world to know that I am a blood-washed child of the Most High God. Jesus forgave me of my sins and I have eternal life through Jesus Christ my Lord. 
Marriage is designed by God for the husband and wife to continually grow and improve throughout their lifetime. And so baptism is designed to be a personal relationship growth and a relationship between Christ and throughout your life for you to continue to grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now I'm going to ask everyone who is planning on being baptized, if you'd go ahead and make your way right now, just before I conclude this message today, if you would go ahead and make your way back there. And um, I want to conclude today by letting you know that the number one thing that has to happen is repentance. There might be someone here today under the sound of my voice that you've, you've often contemplated, I wish things were better in my life. I wish I could have a fresh start. I, I, I wish I hadn't have made these mistakes. I wish I could have, as a golfer would call it, a mulligan. But I'm asking you today, in your heart, to look inside and look deep because you can be changed. Those who are being baptized today, if we gave an opportunity, many of them could give a, an open testimony and say, here's where I was and here's where God has brought me. I could pass the mic around today and there'd be many people who could say, here's what the Lord brought me out of. Today, I'm asking you, if you're not a child of God, if you haven't asked Jesus Christ to forgive you of your sins, it's this simple. Dear God, please forgive me of my sins. Come into my life. Wash my sins away. Now listen to this. When, when I was a child, I wanted to become a Christian. I had been raised in church. I had seen people go to the altar. I had seen people pray all my life. But when it came time, when God was dealing with my life, I had questions. I was riding in the car with my dad and I said, how do you do it? And I was a child and I asked my dad, how do you do that? And he said, son, all you have to do is ask Christ to forgive you of your sins and believe. And if you'll ask him to forgive you and believe, he will forgive you of all your trespasses, all your sins, and you'll be forgiven. As a child, I thought, it's got to be harder than that. And that's a lie that the devil has tried to keep a lot of people from getting eternal life because we feel like we have to do something hard. We have to work. We have to really struggle for salvation when all you have to do is say, please forgive me. So I'm gonna ask everyone that would, I'm gonna ask you right where you are to bow your head. Right where you are, just bow your head. Dear Father God, I thank you for every person who is here. I thank you for your word. I thank you, dear Heavenly Father, because you said that whosoever believeth on you would not perish, but have eternal life. Lord, if there's anyone who isn't a Christian, they know if they died, they would not go to heaven. They know that if they died, that they would go to a place called hell. God, help no one. 
under the sound of my voice to go to hell. Lord, please help everyone to just take the simple step of saying, please forgive me, dear Jesus. I've done wrong. Please wash my sins away. Lord, right now, I pray that prayer. And if you'd like to repeat that prayer and mean it from your heart, dear God, I come to you. I ask you to please forgive me of all of my sins. I've done wrong. I admit that I am a sinner. But I now ask that you would forgive me. Let the blood of Jesus Christ cover my soul. Wash my sins away. I now believe you've heard me and I now accept Jesus Christ as my Savior and God as my God. And I praise you that I'm no longer on my way to hell, but that I am now a born again child of Almighty God. I declare I am following Jesus. While every head remains bowed, if you ask Christ to forgive you of your sins and you believe that he did it, you've accepted him as your savior, would you just raise your hand, put your hand up high and put it right back down. Let the Lord, thank the Lord for the hands that are going up all throughout this building. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Thank you, dear God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen, amen. Now, would you look this way? For those of you who raised your hand, we have a, a Bible. If you do not have a Bible, we have some getting, help, getting started helps, some books that we'd like to give you for free. And we want to encourage you to follow the Lord in baptism at our next baptism. Now, in just a little bit, we're going to uh, have some music. I'm going to go back there and I'm going to change and be in the baptism pool so fast that you're not going to believe it. And we're going to baptize these. Now, would you celebrate? Here, here's the bottom line. Here's the bottom line. I, I, I want to end with this. Two things. For those who gave their heart to the Lord, would you, along with me, give God praise? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the many people who gave their heart to you today. Now, if your favorite team, they score a touchdown, you don't have any problem. Yeah, woo, going crazy. These folks have won. They overcame the, the, the tempter. They overcame the devil. They overcame the wicked one. And they asked Jesus Christ to forgive them of their sins. When they're baptized, would you celebrate with us? Would you, don't be afraid to clap your hands. Don't be afraid to give God the praise because we are exalting what God has done in their life. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We hope that you were inspired to live a life of purpose for Jesus Christ. 
For more information, check out our website at BethesdaCOG.org. God bless.